0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. You are listening to the dog check presented by Bet Online. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. And Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL. Are in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and projections. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe. That's B L E A V. All caps for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dog Check. Welcome back. If you hear from last week, our predictions about this Ravens game last week, we'll talk about them a little bit. But happy Victory Wednesday for you guys. Victory Tuesday for us. What an unbelievable win this past Sunday, Eric. I, I truly could not believe it. I think unbelievable is the best word because I couldn't fathom what I was witnessing.
0: We. We we both said that the Browns would win this game. Only yeah. one of us said it would be the over. <laughs> mm. I don't I don't know I don't know which one of us that was. But I, can, people, I can tell you it wasn't
1: me. It was not me.
0: Only one of us said it was going to be the over. But you know it was an unbelievable game. You know going down 14 points and in in years past this would have been a game that they wouldn't have quit. But it, it, the, the Browns wouldn't have played as hard or so we think. And it it could have turned out into a rout like the first time they played the the Ravens this season. So I'm excited about the fact that down 14 points, they never thought that they were out this game. They just kept playing, plugging away. The defense kept them in it until Deshaun and the offense were able to, to find their bearings.
1: Yeah, and they certainly did in the second half. Deshaun Watson in the second half looked the best that he's looked. In a Browns uniform, 14 for 14, over 130 yards passing, a touchdown, that enormous, I can't stress that enough, enormous 15-yard scramble to almost put them into field goal range. And then obviously they, the Jerome Ford plus eight Browns behind them had the big first down run after that. But an unbelievable second half from Deshaun Watson. I really do think outside of maybe the Titans game earlier on this year, this is the first time you look at him and you say, this is the guy that we paid.
0: Right, and, and and you know, when you think about what he had done in Houston, when you saw him throwing for 4,000 yards, you saw him running the ball and, and breaking tackle and extending plays. But when when he's a Brown and he's making $230 million, that's the first thing that comes to everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't
0: yeah. think about that because that's not what – we didn't bring him to Cleveland to throw for 4,000 yards. We brought him to Cleveland to do just what he did the other day. And that is to make winning plays and winning drives. Unfortunately for him, he hasn't been healthy for the most part this year and and had some bad games early because, uh, put it plain and simple, rust, right? He still hasn't played a full season yet in, in, in Cleveland. And so when you look at it that way, now that he's feeling healthy, we got to see some throws that we needed to see with the game on the line. That's why I thought it was so important. Going back to the the Cardinals game, that we see the throws that he's able to make, not the yardage. And so when it's on the line, you you pay the guy $230 million to make winning plays like he did Sunday
1: yeah winning plays is probably the best description you can give and again the throws were there a couple big throws in the fourth quarter i just talked about that 15 yard run where he broke the pocket also the touchdown to elijah moore another improvised play he breaks the pocket finds elijah Moore wide open in the end zone you could tell that throughout the team in general but within deshaun watson there was most definitely no quit and we talked about it in the last episode i talked about it with some of my friends like this is the game going into a hostile environment on the road without your two starting tackles. You have to look at your quarterback and say, go win us this game. And that's what he did. And it's it's a little bit of a jubilation. But I also think some relief for Browns fans everywhere, because you're finally getting the Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston, at least a taste of it.
0: Right. And, then, you know, when I look at this game, I think about they won this game and it Put some uh, up top in the division, a game, a half game behind for the for the lead behind Baltimore now tied with Pittsburgh, uh, but I think it's this was a game that it was important for the Browns to win, not for playoffs, but for confidence and a feeling within that locker room that we're just as good as anybody in this in that in this league. They go out there and lose this game, maybe the feeling is different. They're feeling a little down about themselves, don't know if they're really a good team, even though they know they have good players. But this game was about confidence in that locker room and being able to sustain that. And so they've been behind a few games this year and come back and given themselves a chance to win and actually won some games. And so I'm just excited about what they're doing and how these guys are continuing to compete for 60 minutes, where in years past, they wouldn't have.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, and the Browns are, I believe, 5-1 and one with Deshaun Watson at the helm now. They're playing complete football games, and it's not always pretty, but it never will be down the line, especially when you get into the months of January and maybe even February. You're going to have to find ways to gut out wins like this, and that's exactly what the Browns did. Another guy I really want to talk about, Jerome Ford. 17 carries, over 100 yards. Obviously, we talked about it a little bit, that big run to push them into field goal range um, with him plus seven other Browns behind him pushing him he looked like a man possessed and I I think he took his performance against Baltimore a month ago a little bit personally and, and ran harder than he has before in this game because there wasn't a lot going offensively in the first half but Jerome Ford was kind of chugging away, even if the Browns got some field goals, they were putting points on the board and just staying within striking distance, staying within striking distance. And eventually they they struck big a couple different times, but I don't think that's possible without Jerome Ford. And obviously those guys up front, but Ford ran the ball really hard.
0: Right. And that's what I always say. We should be a run first team. I mean, we have Deshaun Watson, who's a quarterback who can, Obviously, if we wanted to, we could be a throw first team, but we should still be a run first team with that line. And it obviously, it does not matter who's in there. We're still yeah. able to run the ball. And that's why, at times, I get so mad at Stefanski when he's not running the ball because we can run the ball. Yeah. No matter who's in there, at the running back, at, in, in, at the line, in the, on the line, we're able to run the ball. So that should be our bread and butter. And like you said, we... We, we went and leaned on Jerome Ford early. He was making plays and, and getting some yards even when it wasn't going well. And so that makes that opens it up for everyone else. And he had a, a great game. And, and I, I really commend the offensive line because it was a makeshift offensive line. And they were still able to go into Baltimore, who was one or two best, first or second best defense in the league, and run for over 100 yards and, and sustain drives and do it when they knew you were going to run. And that's, that's what's important.
1: Yeah, very, very important. I believe coming into the game, the Ravens led the NFL in sacks too, and they held up for the most part uh, against that Ravens pass rush. Neutralized their two best lo- two best players within uh, their linebacking core, and Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen were able to run the ball effectively there. And then when they needed to in the secondary, they took advantage. I thought David and Joku played an unbelievable game. We talked about it like week after week towards the the third, fourth, fifth week of the season where if you get the ball in this guy's hands, like he's going to break at least one tackle. Like he's not going down on the first tackle attempt and he'll, he'll make plays for you. And he got the ball in his hands multiple times and did that multiple times. Everybody offensively stepped up when they needed to probably the most complete offensive game that they've played. I know seven of those points were obviously from, or actually six of those points were from the defense, but they they played the, the most complete offensive game that they have all year. And it couldn't have come at a better time
0: especially in the second half. And that's when you have to do it, you know, in, in in a few games this year, had they played like that the entire second half, then our record is different. We're mm-hmm. sitting on top of the division, but you know, you learn from these mistakes and these guys are now playing like they, they know that they they're good. They know they can win these games, They whether it be close or they be behind. They know as long as they play Browns football, that, they can give themselves a chance, and that's, and that's all they did. They gave themselves a chance, kept plugging away at it, and, and the outcome was great.
1: Yeah, it, it was. I think defensively, too, like it, it was very, very similar to the Indianapolis game, right? You get punched right. in the mouth a couple times, give up a couple big plays, and you give up more points than you really have all year, but you still respond and make plays at big times. Obviously, the the Greg Newsom pick six was the biggest play. What did you see out of the defense that kept them in the game?
0: I just thought they, they they pressured Lamar enough, you know, to, to and, and didn't allow them to run the ball like they did in the previous week, right? If the if the Ravens can run the ball, that's when you, they're hard to stop because they run a lot of play action, a lot of RPOs with Lamar and, and the runners. And so it kind of confused defense, but we were able to limit that. And in doing so, that took them out of a lot of their game because they're a play action team. They're not drop back and, and throw the ball 40 times. And so – by limiting their running game, it took a lot of their offense away and put them in a different position than they had been in all all year. And so, the defense did what they needed to do. They just and they like you said, they gave up some plays, which this NFL all yeah. teams do. But when they needed to stop after they missed extra point, they got to stop, gave the ball back to the offense, and gave them an opportunity to go down there and win the game. In previous games, it was the offense trying to go score. Mm -hmm. or or hold the ball this time they stopped them and then went down so that's what i liked about it they just it was a complete game i mean get the missed extra point that that it didn't hurt hurt us at the time and 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 probably wouldn't have only only way it hurts is if it's nobody does anything with the ball at the end right exactly yeah but they we stopped and gave ourselves a a chance to go down there
1: and do something with it which
0: would have won the game anyway
1: Exactly. Would have won the game anyway. And we keep talking about the missed extra point. But again, Dustin Hopkins, four for four game winning field goal. Like if you if you would have told me the Browns just plain and simple, have a kicker that will go four for four and win you a divisional game before the preseason started. I wouldn't have believed you because I would have thought it'd be Kate York. Right.
0: right, 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 and 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 unfortunately, his confidence was gone. But now you have a veteran guy come in who's been kicking for a long time, and, and you know situations change the way people perform. Yeah. And, and obviously, Dustin Hopkins has come in here and performed well. He's what been a special teams player of the week twice. Yeah, uh, he's kicked a lot of field goals since he's been here. He's missed what one extra point, maybe what. I know one field goal. I can't think of it. it.
1: Can't be more. It can't be more than two.
0: Right. It can't be more. So he's been lights out since he's been here, and so that's another thing when you're talking about the offense trying to drive the ball. It's especially at the end. It's. How close do we really have to get? Or do we have to drive to score a touchdown to win this? Right now, because of the way Dustin Hopkins has been kicking the ball, we know we can get right on the fringe. If they put that little green line right on the on, on the
1: <laughs> TV <when> you,
0: <laughs> and, and you say this is where they need to get, they know they can get right there, and he's going to give them a chance. And so that, he's been lights out and, that's, and it makes it so much easier when you're talking about You can drive, say, 30, 40 yards as opposed to having to drive 60 just to get them closer.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's all three facets are contributing for the Browns, and you need it. You talked about a couple minutes, Eric, a couple minutes ago, Eric. Top of the division is in sight, and this time next week, the Browns could be in first place, which is insane to think about, but it is very realistic. Baltimore loses against Cincinnati on Thursday. The Browns win. The Cleveland Browns are in first place in the AFC North. It's insane to think about, but you can't jump over the Steelers game this coming Sunday. It's Probably the biggest game of the about.
0: year. <laughs> it's not yeah. insane to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's definitely the biggest game of the year to this point. Yeah. But I do remember I, I do think I said we were gonna win the division. I do think I said that. Yeah. But but you know, this is one of those games. This was gonna be a dog fight because yeah. it's the Steelers regardless of the situation, right? Mm -hmm. But now the situation makes it more important. It makes it – we're both sitting at 6-3, and a half game uh, in the win column behind Baltimore with a chance to beat these guys. In Cleveland, with with the the rowdiest fans in the league, it's going to happen. I feel good about this. It's just once again, it's like the first game, can't go in there turning the ball over. Got to limit, yeah. got to limit the turnovers. The defense just has to be who they are, because their offense hasn't gotten any better. They've they've made some big plays. Steelers have made some big plays offensively over the course of the weeks, and, and that's what's won them games. Yeah, their, their offense has been pretty pedestrian, other than a couple big plays that have changed the outcome, and and their defense making some plays. So if we Ooh. limit turnovers, limit their big plays, I feel very good about. Us being on top of division when it's all said and done.
1: Yeah, I, I could not agree more. And it's really, really interesting when you look at the Steelers. Like, it's a defense that's gotten outgained. I think in five of their nine games, they've gotten outgained almost every other time they've stepped on the field, but they, they've won six games. And I think it's more
0: than that, actually.
1: Yeah, more. <laughs> I, yeah. It's regardless, they, they get outgained. Like, you can play better than the Steelers do. If you make mistakes, you may not beat them. And you talk about teams like the Kansas City Chiefs when they're at their best. Like, you got to play a perfect game to beat them. Last year, the Eagles, you had to play a perfect game to beat them. The Steelers are a team where if you don't play close to a perfect game, they will play fundamentally sound enough football to keep it close, and they will find a way. They always find a way. It is the
0: craziest thing.
1: Yeah. that That team, especially on offense, is bad. Yeah.
0: And they still find a way. A, that's, that's coaching. That's right. That's coaching. That's Mike Tomlin instilling in them, in them, the belief in them that they can win the game no matter what happens. So the way they play football, and they always have for the most part, is they play their brand of football and bank on you making mistakes, mm-hmm. whether it be offense or defensive. Yeah. They, they bank on you making mistakes. And so if we go in there, and don't make any mistakes, I think we, we beat them pretty handily. but you I would to, hope so. You, but you have to keep from making those mistakes because then as long as they hang around, they think they can win the game. And that's when they try some tricky stuff or, and or something happens their way. And so I think we just go in there, play good, sound defense, don't turn the ball over, Deshaun beat Deshaun, run the ball, run the ball because we were able to run it against them the first time. Mm-hmm. And so now, the way Deshaun's looking, I don't know if they walk in this, if the Steelers come into Cleveland thinking, if we stop the run, they can't beat us because the way he's thrown the ball the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Now, what is it, now is pick your poison because he's, he's been throwing the ball. He looks like he's healthy again, right? And so, is that, what are they going to do? Are they going to blitz a lot because they think we're going to pass or are they going to run blitz because they think we're going to run the ball? as long as we stay within ourselves and be sound with our our play call and everything, I think they can't stop us either way.
1: Yeah. And it's a team now, the Pittsburgh Steelers who may not have Minka Fitzpatrick this coming Sunday, but they will have Cam Hayward. So it's a little bit of a, a defense that is shifted towards being better against the run and watching the Steelers all year teams that have challenged them down the field, have had success. So, I, I think we've talked about a couple times on here, like the, the Titans, you know, you have a matchup in the past game where you like it. Arizona, same thing. You had a matchup in the past game where you liked it. Of course, they'll run the ball. They need to establish the run. But I, I do think the chunk plays offensively will come from the past game. They can come from the pass game, especially against the defense that's relatively young, inexperienced in the secondary. Got a couple players back there who, you, you know, or steps down from some of the players that the Browns have seen, especially compared to this Ravens unit this past week. It's, it's an area of exploitation. I think if there is one area of exploitation, it is that the Steelers secondary this week.
0: All right, and, I, and I look forward to uh, the chief having a big game again.
1: Yeah. I,
0: I, I think, like I said earlier in this, in the season, it's his time to be like our, our Travis Kelsey. He, he It's his time to be that way. And and you know what? And I think a lot of people would be looking at him in that respect had a lot of his touchdowns and big games not been called back. Because <laughs> yeah. he's had a few of them called back. And so yes. his numbers will look totally different. And, and with that in mind, because of those getting called back, he'd probably get more balls because he's making plays with them, right? He would probably have more balls. So I'm looking forward to him after this game he had the other day and the plays he was making. I'm looking forward to him going out there and and being the guy uh, that we can lean on against the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I I think absolutely. And when you look at the other side of the ball, obviously you love what the Browns have in terms of their matchup, right? I mean, last time they played the Steelers again, only a few of the points given up were truly from the defense allowing a drive down the field. Like you don't shoot yourself in the foot offensively. You'll probably be in a good spot defensively. And the Browns need to focus on that. But this is the, the Miles Garrett TJ Watt showcase. It's it's who is gonna have the bigger game, and whether people acknowledge they're looking at it or not, the world is gonna be looking at those two players. It's two of the best players in the NFL. I think Miles Garrett, that 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 matchup, he takes advantage. And I think TJ Watt has a, a good matchup if the Browns are down one or two two of their starting tackles, excuse me, hopefully Dewan Jones is back so he has a, an impact on one side of the offensive line. But it, it's going to be the the Garrett Watch show this weekend.
0: I, I think so. I mean, this, you get to come into a game like this and you get to see two of the premier pass rushes in the league going at it against the the opponent. And this is talking about who could be defensive player of the year as well. You know, yep. who has – when they're head-to-head, who has the uh, the best game? Who changes the outcome for their team? And so these guys are, are are elite players in this league and, and they're gonna put their stamp on it. We hope TJ Watt doesn't.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we hope Miles does, but they're gonna do something, right? And so when I, I look at this defensively for us, I think it's more important for us not to give up big plays, right? Because big plays keeps them in the game. If I, I can I can I can live with them driving the field, taking time off and maybe getting a field goal. But when you're getting a two play 75 yard drive, that's a killer. Right? And so we when we gave it up to to Pickens the, the, the first time, we gave it up to uh, uh, uh the Colts also.
1: Yeah, Michael Pippi. yeah.
0: And so we can't have those those type of plays and and if we don't do that, then we keep our, ourselves in the game. We we keep us Defensively, we keep us ahead of the change because I think I don't think they can protect against what we have up front.
1: No, I don't think they can, and I think in the drop back game, their passing offense again another um, another matchup you really like if you're the Browns. You know your secondary against their receivers as well as the pass rush against the line. Like you really really like that matchup. Let's talk X factors. I'll let you go first. You can pick your side of the ball first. I gave are you looking at.
0: I already gave you my offensive. Okay, and, and Joe there you go. And I'm and I'm sticking with that because I think he can be the guy who can be a safety net, for Deshaun, because they're going to be blitzing. He can get the ball out of his hand quickly, throw it to the chief, let him go out there and and make plays and and, and catch a lot of balls. So I'm I'm looking for him to be the X factor on on offense.
1: Okay, I like that. I think offensively for me, I'll cheat a little bit and I'll just say the tackles. I I think you know you do everything you can to keep Deshaun Watson upright to limit T.J. Watt to limit Alex Highsmith just limit the pressure you get on deshaun watson because you know you, you think about the last time they played seven of the Steelers' points was a it was a strip sack and a, a fumble return for a touchdown like you you eliminate the mistakes which again could or very well come. yeah oh yeah the and the other pick six yeah that's oh, yeah. right uh, for the first play of the game too like <laughs> you you do everything you can to limit the negative mm-hmm. offensive plays you're in a good spot and i think that has to start with stopping tj watt.
0: Yeah. Well, well then i'm going to cheat also. Okay. I'm going to go with the secondary because okay. back to not giving up big plays. I want this defense to force Kenny Pickett and that offense to drive the length of the field. And i cuz i don't think they can do it. No. Not no. not consistently. They can't. But if we give them some big plays. Then they feel good about themselves. Right. And so if, I'm, I'm looking forward to our secondary limiting all those big plays and, and seeing what Kenny Pickett can do.
1: Yeah, I, I'm 100 percent with you. They They if they force the Steelers to consistently drive 60 plus yards down the field, they will have their way defensively. I feel. Very, very confident about that. I think for my defensive factor, X Factor, I'm going to go with Dalvin Tomlinson. I think, again, just kind of cutting the head off the snake, making sure the Steelers do stay behind the chains because I think the only way they move the ball down the field is if they stay ahead of the chains, if they're getting four or five yards of carry. And honestly, Jalen Warren and Najee Harris, I think the past two weeks have been running the ball really well, but they have not played a run defense like the Cleveland Browns in those past two weeks. So I think ensuring that the Browns, Defensively, stay ahead of the chains, the Steelers stay behind the chains offensively, it is going to be enormous for their success defensively.
0: Yeah. And then, and, and going back to the defense, and when you're talking about Jalen Warren, you got to kind of keep an eye on him because they use him yeah. differently than they do Najee. And mm-hmm. so, when he's getting in there, they use him in the screen game, they use him in the passing game. So, you kind of have to know where he is because he's gotten some big plays since he's been playing more. And, and like I said, we got to limit that. Got it. So, that's you got to know where a guy like him is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's go score predictions. What do you What are you thinking? I'm gonna go twenty seven, seventeen. Okay. Ooh, so two possessions. Yes, I like that. Okay, I, I'm with you in the twenties. I I think it's a one possession game. I'll go Browns twenty three. Go Steelers 19, 23 to 19. Actually, the score of the Steelers game last week, just the Steelers lose, the Browns win. 23 to 19 Browns.
0: What's the over-under? I know you know.
1: Let's go check right now. And <laughs> I know, know you know. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm glad you brought it up because we talked about the, the over-under at the uh for the Ravens game at the very beginning. I I made 10 picks for each of the games this past week the only thing that didn't happen was the under in the browns game. so i i was uh a little upset about it, but it's okay. let's check this really quick cuz i don't know. it's got it's got to be below got to be below 40, right? i think it has to be below 40.
0: I, I, I think so because i mean, i think it would be because they say because they're thinking about the defenses, but every time that happens, look at like the other day.
1: yeah. yeah.
0: they score points.
1: yeah. And, and, and I think it'll be the same way this week. It's 36 and a half. So uh, looking at my at mine, the, mine would be over. Yours would definitely be over. So yes. there you go. Th- there's where we're at with with those numbers. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate you guys watching. Until next time, until Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers for potentially first place in the AFC North, this is the Dog Check presented by Online. Max Loeb, Eric Metcalf. Eric, any last words?
0: Win this game, got to keep me ahead of the chains.
1: Yes. I'm ahead of the chains
0: right now as far as my prediction for the season. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm ahead of the chains I'm going to keep me ahead of the chains. That's right. There we go. All right. We appreciate you guys. See you next time.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.